Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. You're listening to NBC Sports Radio Weekends. This is the Two Robbies Football Show, your number one source for Premier League football on NBC Sports Radio. Now, here are your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Hi, I'm Robbie Earl, and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show as presented by Land Rover. It was an emotional affair at the bridge earlier today, but the headlines simply are that Chelsea have lost Mourinho, but today they've won a game, so it's a football's a simple game, Robbie Musto. Just get rid of your boss and the results will start coming. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I mean, we, we've seen um, <clears throat> a zillion manager changes <laughs> and what it means to the team, but I've got to say today, I mean, it, it, was, it was clear, loud and clear to me today that a lot of those Chelsea players enjoyed the freedom of not having Jose Mourinho overlooking them, tying them down tactically, restricting what they'd normally do. The performance was kind of back to the best of, of the very early days under Mourinho at the start of last season. I saw mm-hmm. players enjoying themselves like I've never seen before, particularly Oscar. It's like, wow, where, where have you been? Welcome back. I mean, it was um, his, his performance was stunning. And I just think... It was it was obvious. Um, we're going to go on, you know, to talk about the fan reaction, et cetera, yeah, et cetera, and, and the reaction yeah. to Mourinho leaving. But mm-hmm. in terms of the performance of the team, Robbie Earl, I thought it was was excellent. I know it was only Sunderland. I know they're struggling, mm-hmm. but the way that the, the team played, the combinations, the one twos, the flicks, the little bit of flair and entertainment—it's like a big weight was lifted off their shoulders. Rob, and, I, and I thought it was really good. I hear you, but if what you're saying, who does that reflect more badly on? The players, because they weren't doing that when Jose Mourinho was around, or Jose Mourinho, because he wasn't getting that out of the players? Jose Mourinho, because he wasn't getting out of the players. That's what it reflects on. That's my opinion of it. You know, and, and, we, and the, the fan reaction was, was brutal to the players throughout this game. The support of Mourinho was absolutely uh, total in the stadium. But the football doesn't lie. The football doesn't lie. And this team might go on and lose games and win games, but you can't deny that that team felt liberated in some way and they expressed themselves and it was much better. What, what do you think? Do you, are you blaming? Are you on the other side of it, Rob? Do you no, think the players... No, I, I think the it's the environment, Rob. And, and we've been in, in, in and around football clubs and training grounds and it's almost like there would have been a gloom lifted around, around the thing. Players would have trained freer. Players would have 
played with more movement. There was a restriction. There was something that was happening in, in that dressing room that we don't really know what it is just looking from the outside, Rob. But I thought players were, were moving freer. But the big story today was the fans. There was all the talk about how the fans were going to react. The captain, John Terry, was asked for his, what he thought about the fans' reaction today. And he came up with a very honest answer to a very direct question. There were boos for Cesc Fabregas and Diego Costa when they were substituted. What was your reaction to that? I think all of us, all of us are in this position. It's not one or two individuals. And that's me speaking honestly. We're all in the position because one or two have performed and the rest haven't, unfortunately. Um, and as I said, listen, that's behind us now. That's in the past. And listen, we have to move on. We have to start winning football matches. And Chelsea needs to be a lot higher in the league than we are. Well, he's right there. They do need to be a lot higher in the league. Um, the, the fan reaction was pretty strong. I put out a Twitter poll question mm. today, Rob, in this game. Yeah. And the, the, basically the question was, mixed messages today out of Stamford Bridge. Chelsea were better. Why? Option number one, straight jacket was off. That got 9%. Number two was play, players cheated on Jose Mourinho. That was 34%. And the last one was Sunderland the crap. They played better because they, they're not very good. Oh, don't and say that, that for big Sam's team. <laughs> and that was 57%. So uh, apart from that part, I think the, the more fan reaction of what John Terry said, what we heard is that the players have cheated the manager, the players are to blame for why Mourinho has gone, and they didn't want him fired at this particular time. And that's how I kind of read it, Rob. Yeah, well, you're right, because we've had plenty of Twitter response to, to, to those kind of questions. And we've got Robbie L, who said the, the players, they betrayed their fans and the manager this season, unprofessional, for £100,000, £200,000 a week wages. Salish Batira said that he thinks, I see snakes playing on Stamford Bridge today. Never seen Oscar playing that good. Disgrace. So that ties in with what you're saying, Robbie Musto. Rocky Esposito said, it's not weird, the fans are hold, uh, holding the players accountable, as they should. You can't decide I won't play for a certain guy. And we've got a voice of reason, Jess Sobel. I think it's saying what, what you're saying with the Twitter poll, saying it was only one game. We don't know they're really that better yet. So a voice of reason from Jess Sobel. But the overwhelming feeling is that from the fans, Rob, that, that the players have cheated in. Listen, I just wonder how long is, does this last? You know, Costa was we, we, certainly getting booed. Faber Gasly was rumbles when he got on the ball. Azard, who, who we know was one of those who was unhappy under Mourinho, didn't play. How long does, does this atmosphere stay around the ground? I mean, a goal in five minutes was important today because I just thought it changed the attention of the mood of the Jose Mourinho. That had gone for 20, 25 minutes without a goal. It could have got a little bit ugly in there. It won't, it won't stay. This won't remain. Because I think the football is going to be miles better. The football is going to be miles better. Azar's going to come back into the team. I think we all know what he feels about Mourinho, the relationship that they had. He's going to be buzzing again. And, and like I said, other players that weren't performing, that, that were miserable, that were fed up, that were, were, were as I described it, in straitjackets, not allowed to play their normal style. I mean, I've been saying this for a few weeks, Rob, that this team is built to play expansive, entertaining football. And it's not happened since, what, for 12 months? For about a year when Mourinho started to throw things down to win the title. Um, and I just don't think you can keep that many good players down for a long period of time. I, I'm, I, you know, I understand the fans' reaction. I understand mm. the players' part in all this. But the manager is the top guy. He has yeah. to develop that environment for the players to perform. And this type of players needed a different environment, and they're allowed to, to express themselves a little bit more. 
Well, I think we were both shocked after Monday night's game, weren't we, when we heard the press conference of George Mourinho, yeah. and he was, he was throwing players under the bus. He was talking about betrayal and that he'd lifted some of these players last season to champions that they weren't of a champions level. Now, Gus Hiddink's been named as the interim coach. We all thought it would be. Will, will Gus bring that right kind of speed? Well, he, he's an experienced coach. He's not had a great time sort of with international football with Holland and some of, of his club football lately, but he's been there before. He knows the group, Rob. Is he the sort to have the money management to get these players playing? Because it obviously seems that they, they have to be handled a certain way, this group, or they're not going to perform. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think he's absolutely the right person right now to do this particular job. He's done it before, and it worked out fine. Um, I, I, you know, all reports say that, it, that he's a very good um, worker on the training ground. He works the players very hard, but he wants them to express themselves. He wants them to be happy. And you know, whether it's right or wrong that you that you coach your players to be happy to get the best out of them is a, is a, is a bigger debate for for another time. But I think he will coach them in a way that they. I mean, that's what you would do, Rob isn't it? I think given the squad of players, yeah. that is the way to handle them. I think he'll certainly do that. And Drogba coming in as well, yeah, we're, we're, we're yet to see how far that's going to go, what the commitment's yeah, going to be. He's still got a commitment, hasn't he, at Montreal for a year in MLS, but Josie Marino wants him bad enough and you get a sense, I saw some hugs and all that after the pitch. I think he might have an important role to play, Rob, if it's not quite now. Certainly well, in the not future. Josie, mate. Not Josie. You said if Josie was... Sorry, it did. <laughs> yeah, Josie's gone. Listen, I'll tell you what I want to do, Robbie Moss. So never yeah. mind Gus Hiddink and what he thinks. I want Musty's marks. I know you've done marks for each yeah. of players out of 10, 1 to 11. Let, let's okay. get those in before we get to a break. How did you see Chelsea today with, without Jose Mourinho at the helm? Okay. Courtois, not great. Conceded a no. goal, not, not one of his best. Ivanovic, seven. Gets a very good header. Better for him. Zuma, six. Still looking a little bit shaky. Wasn't impressed mm. with him today. John Terry, seven. Seven, maybe seven and a half. I thought he stepped up today and was, was kind of back to what to what he expected him to be. That's pretty close to six. In midfield, Matic, more like it's seven. Seth Fabregas, more like it's seven. But the attacking players, Rob, yeah. this is where there was a big improvement. William, eight out of ten. Oscar, nine out of ten. Pedro, nine out wow. of ten. Costa, wow. seven out of ten. That there tells you everything you need to know, I think, of that performance today and how those front three behind Costa totally enjoyed themselves so, and were, were linking up one-twos much, much better. So from the last time you did Musty's marks on Chelsea, some of those play players have doubled their score, mm. Rob. That's what you're saying. Mm. They've given 50% yeah. more, look 50% better than they did on Josie Moreno. That's surely a bad slur on, on the one they call the special one. Yeah, he does it specially in his own way. And, and I think you know, the championship was great last year. You know, the first part of the season was brilliant. But, but the second part wasn't. And the first part of this year wasn't. These players need something different. And these marks out of 10 in his first game, I know there's a bunch of games to come. I thought it was a big step in the right direction for Chelsea. OK, mate. So, Chelsea proved there is life after Jose Mourinho. Although plenty of the fans are saying that they should have been performing like this weeks ago. And Manchester United have another off day at Old Trafford. We'll talk LGV and the job he's doing. Or maybe he's not doing at Old Trafford. So, don't you go anywhere. We'll be back in a mo. OK, welcome back to the Two Robbies radio show presented by Land Rover. Hi, Robbie Musto. The last time we were together after Monday's game, Chelsea versus Leicester, and Leicester defeating the reigning champions, we both said that Jose Mourinho would get more time with Chelsea. Not for the first time this season, we were both wrong. <laughs> Let's get your take on it. Since we, we were last together, Jose's gone. Good or a bad decision? 
Well, listen, I, I, my opinion hasn't changed, of course, from after that game. I'm not going to change my opinion on the sway of what happens at a football club. My, my thought now is the same as it was right then. My thought then was, I think that Mourinho is coming to an end at Chelsea. But, and and we, we talked about the reasons and the difference in the players today. And that's kind of my thought about the style with this particular group of players. But I said I wanted to be, I wanted, to, I wanted to give him time to prove me wrong. I wanted to give him a little bit more time. Mm. And that time, you know what, Rob, might have taken in January window. I might have given him time to try and make a few changes in the January window to try and put it right. I respect what this guy has done. I have to be absolutely sure that he's never going to, he's not the right man because he's never going to come back again <laughs> to, to pull the trigger. So I wouldn't have done it so, so um, quickly, but I'm not, you know, I, I'm not massively against it because I think my gut feeling was that this guy was finished kind of with this group of players. Um, so I understand why Abramovich has done it. Well, the big, the big question, Rob, is now where does Jose Mourinho go? And there's plenty of rumours out there that Manchester United might be the right fit. They had another poor day at home to, to Norwich, losing 2-1. Two, two and there's no doubt that Louis van Gaal is under pressure. I have to say, the Manchester United manager sounded like a man on the defensive after the game today. I know that belief in the manager is very important. And when you lose uh, the games you play then the belief in the manager shall decrease. So, that's happening now. I cannot close my eyes for that. I, I don't think that, that uh, a change of uh, management shall bring direct uh, success. Nor do I. Nor do I, Louis van Gaal. <laughs> and I think uh, the pressure is absolutely mounting. The performance at times today was almost shambolic um it's in a mess i get that i absolutely get it but i'm not one uh that, that clamors for managers to get fired david moyes is gone louis van gaal comes in a lot of fans don't like it after a real bad run now of results they want him fired they keep you know but what's going to happen the next guy's going to come in is it going to be gigs he's going to be given a little bit of time and then then for some reason well he's not experienced enough and they get rid of him and then somebody else and somebody else i just think you've got to calm down Give the guy time. He's in and around the top four spots is where he has to be. He was fourth last season. There's a, a change going on. Of course, Rob, people can attack me and, and counter-argue with lots of things that I can't really disagree with. I just think he needs more time and more windows to bring in the top-line the top line players that he is lacking. There's a gap in talent. Some good young players there with potential, but he's lacking stars. He's lacking difference makers. And it's not just Van Gaal for me, Rob. It's the players, and it's also Ed Woodward. It's the whole of this football club that's having a very, very tough time. And the answer for me right now is not to fire Louis Van Gaal. It was only a prod, Robbie Musto. You've gone off on one of your rants, and it was only a little prod. But you're not the only... Well, there's Manchester United fans who want to have a say on this. We've got a call from Jackson Heights in New York who's talking about... wants to talk about the bad attitude that Manchester United are showing lately. You through to the, to the, the show? Hello? Hi. Are hi. you there? Hello? Yeah, you want to talk about Manchester United's attitude, I believe. Yes, I do. And it's manager, it's players, as Robbie Musto said. But Louis Van Hall has had three transfer windows. He has had a real good chance to get the talent uh, level up, and he hasn't done it. And yes, last week, I'm with my good friend Graham So What was he doing tra uh, substituting out his one decent offensive threat against Bournemouth and Marrow and Fellaini? I mean, it's time to bring in 
in a Manchester United man through and through, just as what we brought in Alan Pardew at Crystal Palace, John Salako and Andy Woodman to assist him, and that is bring Ryan Giggs into the front. He showed it as a uh, interim manager a few seasons ago. He knows the team. He knows the players. He knows the tactics. He, he is red and black through and through, just as Alan Pardew is red and blue. Well, sorry, and that's the man you need. Okay, we didn't get your name. I know you... Ken, you know me. I was a steward at Sellers. Ken, oh, it's Ken. I should have known Ken. Yeah, obviously. But, listen, we, we understand where Louis van Gaal is. I just think it's about atmosphere. I just think it's about what what you set, the kind of feel you set around the football club. We've seen what Chelsea did with Jose Mourinho leaving the football club. I think the same will be true. I don't think the players are happy playing, A, in the style that, that Louis van Gaal wants, and B, under a manager who thinks of defence first. It's a Manchester United team that's built to be more attacking and me and Robbie Musto will continually go hammering tongs at this but Robbie Musto I still don't think the atmosphere is right conducive for an attacking base team. You've got Norwich Robbie we're bottom three in the table today coming to Manchester United and then enjoying the game having authority having control of the football. That can't be right and the one thing that you said in, in their defence was the defence what's well, gone to pot now? Yeah but yeah, I think I think a couple of things here. I think Ken's point of bringing in Ryan Giggs to be manager, you know, former player. You know, everybody likes that. Everybody likes former players that care about the club to be involved yeah. in some. Capacity. Making the right decision, but, by the way. Yeah, it's just it's just not ready yet for me. And um, I really appreciate the, the call, Ken. It's a good point, but for me, Ryan Giggs got to go and learn his trade. He's got to go and do a little bit of coaching. I mean, he's had a little bit of, of it last season with a taking over on interim basis, but he's got to he's got to learn the ropes and gain some experience. Now, just back. On the football, Rob, mm -hmm. you know, it's still the performance today. They're, they're terrible up front. They're yeah. terrible up front. Rooney's not, you know, there's a little bit of tinkering. Van Gaal's fault for tinkering too much a little bit. Rooney back up front and, and Martial on the right-hand side. But it still comes back to Memphis is giving nothing. Martial shows flashes and he's going to be a good player. Rooney is nowhere near it. Mata was a bit poor today. So if you're attacking players and putting in that sort of performance, they're not going to be very good going forward. And you know what? I'll tell you what happened as well a little bit today, Rob. And Van Gaal, you know, he changed it. He tweaked it a little bit in midfield because he had Fellaini and he had Mata getting forward all the time, leaving Carrick as the only holding midfield player. So there was more of an attacking thrust or energy back in can't defend they were more We've had this in, 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 in the Champions League. But listen, let, let's get down to, to the brass tacks. If Giggs isn't ready yet, you need a two or three years to get him ready. Go and get Jose Mourinho. Go and win some trophies. Mourinho to Manchester United, Rob, uh, got to be a possibility. Don't go there, Rob. <laughs> are you are you absolutely positive with that? I mean, are you I, sure I, about I'll that? I'll take statement? him. I'll take him, mate. He's a winner. He's going to have fire in his belly. Remember uh, the young coach who ran down that touchline as a Porto manager? Uh, now he can have Manchester United. Come on, Robbie Musto. Live the dream. Manchester United fans, Robbie, will have been screaming for attacking football. What's, what's Mourinho well, take, well, they've got non-attacking football and they're not winning anything at the moment. Dropped out the top four. They'll take non-attacking football in, in, in titles, mate. I'll tell but you. But all the combustible, what he's going to do to that score, what he's going to do... Oh, he'll smile, he'll be winking, he'll be telling jokes for a couple of years. <laughs> we know what he's like. He can turn on the charm. I can't think of a... Of a, of a they, they, they went to down this road a little while ago, and it wasn't the right thing, and I don't think it's the right thing. Not the right guy. Short-term guy, defensive football, boring football that might get you results in the first or second year. After that, forget about it. I just don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's the right way to go, man. I can't believe you're saying so.
Well, people are talking, Rob. If Manchester United drop out of the top four for a little while, they could turn into a Liverpool, a team that never quite gets there again. You know, yeah. they've, they've got to start to look at how do they get back and, and into the game. But we're going to tip our hats next to Leicester. They're top of the table, five points clear. And what can they achieve in 2016? I'm Robbie Earl. He's Robbie Musto. And together with the two Robbies talking all things Premier League. And we'll look forward to the big one on Monday. Arsenal versus Manchester United at the top of the table. We'll be back in just a tick. nature to seek adventure, the 2016 Discovery Sport was built for your pursuits. With the available 5 plus 2 seating, you'll take comfort in leaving your comfort zone. Lease the Discovery Sport SE for $399 per month for 39 months, for $3,495 plus taxes, title and fees due at signing. Includes $1,000 holiday credit now through January 4th. Visit LandRoverUSA.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details during the Land Rover season of Adventure Sales event. You're listening to Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover, above and beyond. OK, Robbie Musto, back to Twitter. And I've had plenty of tweets that agree with me. Evan is one of those who said, I think Manchester United fans would be OK with boring football if they get results. Under LBG, they're not. Under Moo, they would. Hang on a minute. I've had plenty of tweets agreeing with me. Not plenty. Robbie. You've had one, probably. I got one from Jeff Sobel to say about Mourinho. I don't want that man anywhere near Old Trafford. And why any United fan would is beyond my comprehension. There you go. OK, well, we've got some callers, Rob, who want to give their opinion on Mourinho as well. So they can have the casting vote. First up, I'm going to go to Hugh in, in Miami. Hugh, you want to talk about Jose Mourinho? What's going on, guys? Uh, Jose Mourinho in Manchester United. I think I, I, I actually do agree with you, uh, Bobby Earl. Uh, I think he'd be a great addition to Manchester United. Love it, Hugh. Love it, my friend. I think he would be absolutely... Listen, guys, let's be honest. He's, you know, he's a decorated manager. He won plenty of titles all around Europe. He is Correct. a fantastic manager, and I think Manchester United, if they want to get to the top, let him I think a manager like Jose Mourinho would be perfect for United. That's just the way it is, but oh, Munich, we saw this at Barcelona, but Jose Mourinho, wherever he goes, he touches gold. And trust me, guys, I think Jose Mourinho, Manchester United, can win him titles. And this is coming from a City fan, by the way. Love it, well, Hugo. Love it, Hugo. Bobby Musto, advantage me. I'm just going to go to the other caller. We've got Izzy from Fairfax, Virginia, who wants to go Mourinho. This just nails it home for me, Izzy. You're through to the Two Robbies Football Show, presented by Land Rover. Jose Mourinho for Manchester United. Um... It's maybe. Uh, depends on... Ah, uh, maybe. Until he burns out. Hello? Hello? Go ahead. Yeah, we got you. Carry on. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like maybe Joseph Mourinho is burnt out from uh, from managing international uh, sides across Europe. Uh, maybe he needs a sabbatical, similar to what Guardiola has done, you know, to keep him fresh. Your thoughts? Musto, saw you. He's, he's side yeah, is you he? a little bit, is he? Izzy's, yeah, Izzy's, Izzy's talking a little bit of sense. I think he, I think he needs a break. I think he needs a break. We know he's got some family problems. Um, you know, the whole drama at Chelsea over the last six months has been, has been remarkable. Um, so I think that's a good shout. I mean, Hugh's talking about Marino going back into the United. You know, what does he want? Do you want him falling out with players? Do you want him boring football, defensive football? I want the best the managers the available in the Barclays yeah. Premier League, and Jose Mourinho is one of those, Bobby Musto. It'll smash the club around. 
round and they might win a title. This club are used to winning a title. Have they Alex want to build just as a, as, a, as a soundboard, just to make sure he's right, looking over him. It's a perfect, perfect match. But, Rob, we, we've got to move on. Yeah. We, we've got so much to get to. We've got to give a bit of love to Leicester. And I know you said that Leicester will not make the top four. They're five points clear going into Christmas. Robin Musto, give me the argument why Leicester won't be playing Champions League next season. Well, I'll tell you what, it's becoming, it's becoming uh, a harder, yeah, it's becoming a harder I argument. Hear, I, mean, I think I hear a change of opinion there. No, I'm not, I'm still, <laughs> I'm not, it's not enough for me to say they're going to finish top four because I still believe that they're going to miss out. But, I mean, my goodness. I mean, it's Christmas, man, Robbie Musto. Come on, get in the spirit of things. They're is clear, Rob, at the top of the table. I was looking at the league. They, they, they can afford a, little, a couple of bad runs and still be in the top four. No, they can't. They can't. Once, once they, they had a, a few bad results, it's gonna, it's gonna drop off a little bit. Um, I mean, listen, they've got, a, they've got a damn good chance. The way that they're playing and, and the team spirit and the way that those two star men up front are, are banging the goals in, I just can't see it, Rob. You, so you're saying right now that you, that you would say that they are going to finish in the top four. I would say that Leicester City will be in the top four spot. It, listen, if it's fourth clinging on by the fingernails, Rob, yeah. that will do. Because yeah. I, I, I'm, the question I'd ask to you is, who are the four better teams that get in there that knock them out? And we've, we've already mentioned that they've got no European football that could be a distraction to some other sides. I'll tell you exactly who's going to get I'll tell you exactly who's going to get in the top on, four. Then. Manchester City, Arsenal, Spurs and Manchester United are going to get fourth. And, and, and Leicester Spurs, probably... Manchester United, fifth. the incont... Well, Manchester United, if they get hold of Jose Mourinho between now and uh, <laughs> every year, have got a chance. If Louis van Gaal is still managing Manchester United... I think they miss out in Champions League, Robert. I've got to be honest. But is, is, well, there, is there a worry for Leicester? If you're Leicester and, and Morris keeps scoring goals as he does today and Vardy keeps assisting in doing what he's doing, is there a worry with this window coming up that you might lose one or two of them? Well, you know what? Again, two weeks ago, I think um, we had a conversation on air saying, you know mm -hmm. what? They get big fees for a couple of these players. You wouldn't want to stand in their way, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think that is changed now. I think that's changed. This... This could be something very, very special. It, it's almost mm -hmm. crazy what's going on there. And, you know, it, 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 it sounds like this could be once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for Leicester to win the league. To win the league. And you cannot. You forever regret. If you let Vardy or Myers go in this January window, yeah. you might forever forget it. I don't think... I don't want to say any price, Rob, but I think, I think it's changed. Over the last couple of weeks, with these harder games coming in, and they're still getting results yeah. like... These two are not leaving. We are going to give this a full go, and I, I really hope they do. Yeah, I'm with you on that, and I think they, they've got owners who are not, not in a rush to sell. They want to build something here. I mean, Ranieri's talked about this season shouldn't be a one-off for Leicester. They're a team that can compete now. Listen, that's a whole different story. But on what they're doing this season, they're in the middle of that run, Rob, where everybody said, well, they, they're going to lose games. Well, they, they haven't. They, they, they've played Manchester United, Swansea, Chelsea, Everton. 1-3, drew one. They've got Liverpool and Man City to come. And if they're, if they're in there, Rob, to, at the turn of the year... Everything is to, for this, this football t club to stay in the, in, in the top four. Let, let's quickly turn to another couple of clubs who've, who've, who are doing well and picking up a little bit under the radar. I know you, I just want to talk about Crystal Palace, Rob, and they've got a, a late winner at Stoke City today. It's not an easy place to go. Alan Podge has got that team right in the sweet spot at the moment. 29 points, same points as Manchester United and, and Spurs. In good, in good shape, Palace at the moment. 
Yeah, they are. I mean, again, talking about remarkable jobs, Alan Pardew at Crystal Palace now over a prolonged period of time now, it's, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, it's fantastic. Carl Wickham gets his penalty goal today, which is big for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they, they might look for a for more prolific goal scorer in the January window, but what they're doing is sensational. And I'll tell you what, I, what caught me today as well was, was Spurs and their reaction. You know, disappointing last time out. They go to a difficult place, uh, Southampton, Southampton a little bit up and down, and they win. And there's mm-hmm. and two important players score. Harry Kane scores a, a, a marvellous individual goal. Dali Ali again scores another goal for a 2-0 victory. Spurs, I'm just liking Spurs a lot this season. I've liked them a lot this year and in the previous season. And the more I see them and looking at the other teams, the more I, I really do think of kind of the others outside of the big, big clubs, they're going to be the best of the rest and we'll find a way into that top four, absolutely. Have you got time for a little bit of love for Eddie Howe and Bournemouth, Rob? Four games, Everton, mm. Chelsea, Manchester United, West Bromwich, Elbin. Ten points from them. You said last week 50-50 whether they, they, they stay up or go down. Any change on that at the moment? Nope, nope. Still no change, mate. Brilliant. This is brilliant what they're doing. Do you realise what happens on the 25th of December? It's Christmas. People are happy and cheerful. <laughs> can't be happy. You know, it's all <laughs> Robbie Earl's flipping world and everybody's happy and it's everybody gets a big hug and a cuddle. I'm all rainbows and, and angels, mate. Come on. It's at Bournemouth. You've got to give them a chance. If, if you were a Bournemouth player, would you, still be, would you still be thinking 50-50? No, surely you'd have a different mentality. You'd believe that with the run you're on, with players coming back, with a window to buy some players, surely you'd be thinking, we've got a chance here. Villa look like that. They might be done and dusted. These other teams down there, Swansea are dropping like the proverbial stone. They may just yeah. feel they they, 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 they can sneak up, Rob. Seven totally. is good enough. Yeah, of course it is, mate. Totally, totally. 50-50 is like, you know, I'm like that. I'm kind of right in between. But this, the, the bottom clubs is extremely hard mm. to predict. And I, and I just think the longevity of the season, I know they're having a great run right now, and I, and mm. I hope they go and buy new players. I still think at the end of the season they might find themselves in that bottom three. But of, of, of course, they could absolutely prove me wrong. Okay, we've given a little bit of love to those teams that are flying under the radar. Another team flying under the radar is Watford. They take on Liverpool tomorrow, and then we'll concentrate our efforts on a Monday night special at the top of the table where Arsenal take on City at the Emirates. You're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show presented by Land Rover on NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show as presented by Land Rover. Let's throw it forward to tomorrow's game, Watford versus Liverpool. But we must have Watford coming to the weekend in seventh position. How impressed have you been with them and what's going on at our football club? Well, in all fairness, Rob, and I, and I think, you know, we're asked start of season who's going to do what. And I did say that Watford could surprise a few this season. I, I recognise quite a few of the players that came in from different clubs. I know about the Pozzo family, the ownership of, of this club with others they own in Spain and in, uh, in Serie A and in, in Udinese. And um, I think they've delivered. They've delivered. I think the main thing, there's two things I think that's been special about uh, Watford. The two strikers have continued from last season. Igalo and, and Troy Deeney have been brilliant. And just the ownership. And just, it just kind of strikes to me the importance of good ownership. Good ownership. I mean, they brought in 14 new players, Rob. And for most clubs, that would be a disaster. That would be a nightmare. Absolutely no problem. But they've done this before. They're, they're trained kind of, you know, this player trading that they do. And I just think it's a great achievement by uh, the Potter family at Watford. Yeah, there's the big-name players, Rob, who have been attracted to that football club, and they seem to be doing the job. Do you, fa- do you fancy them? Are they favourites at Vicarage Road tomorrow against a Liverpool team that are still finding their way under Jurgen Klopp? 
No, I don't think they're favourites. I think I think Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool is going to be inconsistent right now to the end of the season. Um, so I still think you know Liverpool. I think they'll bounce back. They didn't get a result they wanted last time out at Anfield. I think they'll go to Watford and they'll win. I would say two one. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go for for Watford draw there. I don't, I don't think they get beat. I think they're, they're in good form. Let's just look at the other game on Sunday: Swansea versus West Ham. Marcelo Bielsa has been named as somebody who could be the right man. He likes to play attacking football. Is that a good fit? Do you see? Did, did Swansea need to do something quickly? Right on on the edge of, of the relegation zone at the moment. I think I actually dropped in today, Rob. The bottom three. Mm. Yeah, they do need to do something quickly. Absolutely, uh, Marcelo Bielsa would be fantastic entertainment for us. I mean, and for all the viewers, crazy, mad, expansive, <laughs> demanding, innovative, crazy systems, in. high high intensity. I'd love to see it. I, in terms of being a good fit, I can't say it's going to be a good fit. Uh, but I wish he goes there. He's going to be great for the league if he comes in. What do you think? Oh, well. You know me, look, Rob, personalities, as long as it's personality. Oh. I, I, I'm just a bit concerned he might not be Hugh Jenkins' kind of man. Hugh Jenkins has gone for more considered, tactical mm. coaches, not the kind of, you know, red-hotted sort that Bielsa is. But, listen, if he can get them out of the trouble, the end, he can get them playing attacking football, Swans fans will be happy. I see mm. this one, actually. I see West Ham nicking it on the road. I think West Ham is set up. I know they've got some injuries, but I just think West Ham might, might just nick this one. Yeah, I think it's true. I think a draw for that one, mate. Anyway, let's come to Monday. Massive yes, game, massive Monday. game. The two favourites, the two, the two, the team twos that, that, that we differ on. I think City are going to win the league. You think Arsenal are going to win the league? All, all right. What a game I'm, I'm going to put you back in that spot. You know where I say, okay, you, you're the manager of both squads. You, you, you get a chance to pick. Do you go check or heart as your goalkeeper, Robbie Musto? Check. Back two, and I'm talking about two centre backs. Do you have Mertesaka, Koscielny, or Otamendi Mangala? Remember, there's no company available. Which two do you go? Yeah, in this particular game, with that particular matchup, I go with the Arsenal two, yeah. Okay. Holding midfield players, Ramsey or Yaya? Remember, Ramsey's in, the, in a, not his natural position. I'm going Yaya. Interesting. In the hole, the playmaker. Urzil or Silva? Silva just returning from from injury. Urzil in outstanding form. I think I think because of the form that he's in. Normally, if you ask me, who's a better player over a period of I didn't time? Ask you who's a better player, Robbie Musto? I, I want but you to give Urzil some love. Yeah, well, right now I can't go against Urzil. He's in great form. Silva's coming back from injury, so Urzil. Interesting one coming up, Robbie Musto. Giroud or Bonnie? No Aguero probably will be on the bench. Giroud or Bonnie? Can't wait for this one. <laughs> it's, it's your man. I've got to go with Giroud. Just say the I name. You, you, you can say the name. It's okay. Giroud. Olivier Giroud. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think he's better at the moment than Wilfred Bonnie. Okay. Okay. You, you, you've picked your squad. You've got your chairman, and he says to you, which manager do you want in charge of this group? Benga or Pellegrini? Um, Pellegrini. Oh, Robbie must have wrong answer. Pellegrini. <laughs> yeah. On he's the basis that he, he's, he's, he's on the basis that he's won it. Yeah. So, so Arsenal's won it a few years ago. Well, quite a few years ago, but Arsenal's won it a few times and had invincible teams and done okay. So you're saying it, it's just about current. Yeah, I just I, I really like both managers. I just think Pellegrini has got so much class, mate. The way he talks and respectful for other managers. He, he, he's all about attacking football, expansive football, entertaining football. He wants to score a lot of goals. I, I just like his, his mentality. And, and Wenger, yeah, you know, I, I brutally, honestly, I, I would have changed him, you know, before now. It's a brilliant squad of players that he's up there for a little while, and they've got to start 
you know, more of a threat in the Premier League, which is going to come this year, to be fair. So there you go, mate. So I think yep. for the balance of that... I you think slightly go Arsenal, Arsenal, don't you? Yeah. Slightly so more Arsenal. There's a, there's a, you know, a lot of, of store on Aaron Ramsey and the role he's going to have to play. I'm going to go for an Arsenal victory at the Amnets. I think the confidence is high. I think players with a point to prove. How are you going, Robbie Musto? Well, I, I think uh, I'm going with Arsenal for a victory. Um, but it's not going to change my opinion of who's going to win the championship. You've talked about matchups. There's no company. There's no Aguero. That will change in the near future. And I think I think City will go on to prove that they're the best squad. But for, for on Monday, sorry, I think Arsenal win. I like your choice of match winner. Don't like your choice of title winner. But <laughs> as ever, Robbie Muster will disagree. And don't forget to subscribe to iTunes to be able to download all the Two Robbies radio shows. And you can catch the Two Robbies podcast each and every weekend in association with Land Rover. Now, just time for us to recognise the best call and best tweet of the day. They win Two Robbies mugs. Call of the day goes to Izzy from Fairfax, Virginia. And the tweet of the day goes to Robbie L. That's Roberto SLB7. Make sure you direct messages your address. Remember, you can catch those men in blazers with their unique take on the weekend's action. That's Monday, 11pm Eastern Time on NBCSN. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for getting involved. Thanks for our presenting sponsors, Land Rover. We'll miss next Saturday's Boxing Day, but look out for the special Boxing Day podcast that will be on NBCSports.com backslash the two Robbers. And we'll be back with the two Robbers football show the Saturday after January the 2nd. Until then, good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. There are two things that are absolutely true. Grandma loves you, and she would never say no to McDonald's. So treat yourself to a Grandma McFlurry with your order today. It's what Grandma would want. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time.